Welcome to the InnerSelf.com audio version of Remembering and Reclaiming the Perfection of Who You Are Written and narrated by Mariti Russell, publisher of InnerSelf.com The article begins with a quote from the Handbook for Perfect Beings. You really are the architect and builder of your life. Your thoughts are creating your life moment by moment. They are either building what you want or tearing it down. End of quote. You are the architect of your life. Have you ever had this experience? Something happens and your immediate comment is, I knew that would happen. Not only did you know it would happen, you predicted it. Maybe you didn't predict it in the usual sense of the word, but you expected it. You assumed it would happen. In other words, you basically ended up seeing it because you believed it. Because of our creative power, our thoughts pull towards us the things we focus upon. Unfortunately, We usually use this creative power, and it is a power, negatively. Generally, we seem to more easily believe that bad things will happen than good things will happen. Because we're creating our experience with our thoughts and our words, we get what we expect and believe. The good news in that whole concept is that we simply need to change our expectations, our thoughts, our beliefs, and, of course, our actions, and we will be able to change what we see in our immediate reality. We are, after all, the architect and builder of our life. I know this is a hard concept to accept and or believe, but think about it. As you change your attitude and behavior towards the people around you, they will consequently change their behavior towards you. If you constantly go around belittling others or being angry and critical, those people become angry and will behave negatively towards you. However, if you praise them, treat them kindly, their behavior will change. The same principle works in your life in general. You answer your own prayers or requests. Our prayers and requests aren't fulfilled by a magical being or cosmic sugar daddy. The energy of fulfillment is constantly present in the universe, and we're the ones who control the on and off switch. We are either open to receive, or we are not. Our beliefs, attitude, and expectations decide whether our prayers or requests will be fulfilled. For example... When we see someone win the lottery or get the perfect something or other, our comment might be, Things like that never happen to me. Oops, did you hear that door slam when you said that? That's what happens when we negate possibilities. When our belief is that someone else will decide if we are good enough or deserving enough to get the new job, new car, new house, win the lottery, etc., Then we give up our power to that other person or force. Our job is simply to get clear on what we desire, 
remove the doubts and limitations that say we can't or won't get what we desire, and then follow our heart as it guides us along the way. When it comes to the delivery of your request, you are a partner in the manufacturing and distribution center as well as the recipient of the delivery. Everything travels in circles. As we can see in nature, things go in circles or cycles, whether it's the rotation of the planets, the cycles of the seasons, or rainfall evaporating back into clouds and coming back down as rain. All cycles, all circles. And we also, being part of nature, are subject to this law of circles. Every thought we have, every action we take, is part of a circle. The thoughts and actions we put out into the world go out into the energy of the universe and then return to us, sometimes magnified or multiplied. Thoughts of joy and gratitude bring us more of the same. And, of course, angry thoughts come back to us as anger as well. We are well served to remember that everything travels in circles, and thus we might choose to pay particular attention to the thoughts and energy we send out into the world, because they will soon be heading back our way. While that may seem like a scary thing, it's actually empowering since once we change our part of the circle, the rest will naturally be changed as well as the energy circles back to us. The Law of Cause and Effect Life is actually very simple. There's a cause, and then there's an effect or outcome. Thoughts, words, and actions are causes, and they lead to an effect or result, which then comes back to us to start the process over again. It's really that simple. It's the circle in action. The wonderful thing about this whole process is that when an energy or result comes back to us, we have the choice, once again, as to how to react to it, thus the potential of creating a different result. We can repeat the old pattern, or we can change it to a new pattern or cycle, or we can release it and refuse to play that particular game. The things to be released are usually things like guilt, blame, judgment, anger, hatred, resentment, etc. Once we release those energies, we are at a whole new energetic starting point. We do create our reality in that our reality is the result of our actions, thoughts, and words. So once we change the cause, which is our actions and thoughts and words, the result, reality, will change. See, it's not that complicated. Is it easy to do? Well, that depends. Resistance and all those energies I mentioned earlier, like blame, resentment, etc., make it difficult. However, choosing our actions and words based on a pure motive or intention, love, makes it easy, or at least easier. Opposites are needed for balance. Some days we might be super active, 
while other days we may be super relaxed or lazy. Some days we are cheerful and outgoing, while other days are quiet and reflective. None of these are good or bad. They're simply part of the balance of life. If we look at opposites in nature, night and day, rain and sunshine, low tide and high tide, we see that they're not good or bad. They balance each other out. In the same way, if we were constantly on the go, we would never get the chance to rest, and rest is needed as well as action. In rest, our inner being can get in touch with the vision of the future we'd like to create. In action, we get to take steps towards creating that vision. So, the next time you find yourself judging yourself or judging others for an extreme of some kind, stop and try to see how that behavior is simply the other end of the scale for another behavior. Rather than seeing it as bad or wrong, we can instead see it as part of the cycle of life. Harmony and balance are sought after, and sometimes it takes bouncing back and forth between opposites until we discover where harmony resides for us. Perfection is a state of mind. There is no universal picture or description of perfection. Perfection, like beauty, is in the eye of the beholder. And it's based on each person's perception and judgments. Unfortunately, at times, we may try to live up to an elusive and impossible standard of perfection that we either set up for ourselves or that we accept it from things we've seen or been told. True perfection is found in an open heart and an attitude of gratitude for all that is, right here and now. Our life is filled with perfect moments, yet we may miss them if we're looking for the elusive pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Each moment can be its own bit of perfection as we live from the heart and with gratitude for the things and people in our life. As this quote from the Handbook for Perfect Being states, Perfect isn't a place or the end result of being a good person. It's a state of mind. All paths lead to the same place. We're all on a journey of rediscovering who we truly are. We were born innocent, perfect, and a being of love. Yet along the way we forgot who we are. It was either beaten out of us, physically or emotionally, or we decided to hide who we were to be accepted as one of the gang. However, there is no right way or wrong way to live. There is only the way you are taking which is perfect for you at this time. You may change directions or method at some point, but that doesn't make the previous experience wrong or bad. Even actions that are considered bad are a step in your learning process, in your growth. You get to make another choice, to start over, each and every time you choose to. Whatever choice you've made was perfect for you at the time it was made, and you get to choose again every time the situation circles back around to you. It's like retaking an exam at school. Every time you take the test... 
you will get a different result based on your previous and current actions. All paths lead back to love. Some people prefer to take a more challenging route to reach there. Others might choose to sit and wait it out for a while, while others like the smooth sailing route and prefer to reach their goal sooner and with less controversy. None of the choices are better than the others. They are all simply experiences we choose to have. The end result for everyone at some point will be to rediscover the perfect being of love we truly are. We get to choose when and how we'll get to that point. The type and length of the journey back to being love is up to us. This article was written and narrated by Mariti Russell, publisher of InnerSelf.com, and it was inspired from the book Handbook for Perfect Beings, The Way Life Really Works. We hope that you have enjoyed this article. For over 30 years, we at InnerSelf have sought to encourage new attitudes and new possibilities. For more inspiration, visit us at InnerSelf.com. Thank you. Visit the Inner Self Market for new attitudes and new possibilities. You'll find inspiring books, wonderful music CDs, audiobooks, card decks, candles, jewelry, gifts, all kinds of wonderful things. Visit us at market.innerself.com.